this is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go. And the question is whether you have What's good? Um, and welcome to the first episode of the conversation with Sonia Kachi and David. Um, this is a podcast we started, or we plan to start and continue, where we actually bring on um, people from various walks of life to just have conversations with them about very sensitive and um, critical topics in our society today. And um, just before we get into it, um, I would like to ask my guests how they're feeling. We have Yasali the house we have Fatum Benga we have David yeah so guys what's up how are you guys doing we're good <laughs> uh, maybe it'll help, right. help uh, the audience if, if you let them know who's talking yeah hi okay I'm Yasali Njai um, I'm glad to be here thank you for inviting me I look forward to a very interesting conversation yes and I'm Fatum Benga and like Yasali says I'm also really excited to be here and see what you have to say and you know just have a really Good conversation. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I'm David Abraham as my man on your country already said, and we are excited to have you guys here for the conversation. Okay. Yeah. So let's kick it off. Um the topic we have for today is something like very, very sensitive. Like, I remember like when I was in school, um I think primary school to be precise back home in Nigeria. So um our teachers will organize a debate, right? Boys versus girls, which I thought was very lame. She'll be like <laughs> The boys will argue why boys are better, and girls will argue why girls are better. Mm. Um, so, in that kind of childish light, we, we want to have a conversation about a very, very critical topic. Um, it's called feminism, though, and so we'd like to ask um, our guest, what exactly is feminism? For those that don't know, what is feminism? Well, before you guys start, like, I just feel like it's very interesting to point out that um, I actually participated in one of those childish debates um, when I was young. That was the first debate I ever did, and, and I won, and I was like the best speaker. Um, I just feel like putting that out there. Yeah, okay. That's a very relevant fact, David. Thank you for sharing. That's a very relevant fact, that is. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> so, um, would you like to start? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's okay. So I, I'll just start by saying that um, what is feminism? There's, it's not a linear, there's no one definition of feminism. It's, uh, it's, born, it's a movement, that's for sure. It's a movement to end sexist oppression. It's a movement to end um, discrimination, sexism, just the idea that women are just as deserving as men of uh, dignity, of um, care, of their rights, of just... I'm, I'm as human as you. That's basically what feminism is saying. But also, I like to point out that um, there's, this, there's this new trend of just intellectualizing the definition of feminism. Of yeah, This is what it is, this is what it's not. But when it really comes down to it, it's a very personal movement. And so there's no one, there's no one saying, oh, yeah, this is what feminism is, this is what, what it isn't. It just really depends on how you perceive it and what you make of it. But at its core it's fighting for the realization of human dignity, equal human dignity for men and women. I like the way you said that, that, is a re- that, that feminism is really personal because mm-hmm. the way I would define feminism might be different from, say, the way Yasali would define it, and that's okay because 
it's not just like one permanent definition of what a feminist is or what feminism is about. If you wanted to say generally, like Chimamanda said, feminism is the political, social inequality, um, personal beliefs in the political, social inequality of the sexes. And that is promoting the idea that just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I should be subjugated to one way of thinking. And just because you're a man, you, just, you shouldn't be discriminated just because you're a man. Mm. So we're trying to promote, we're trying to um, advocate for us to be given equal opportunity in everything that we do. So I think, yeah, th- that is basically what feminism is about, not what people would say as man-hating or that we want to dominate yeah. the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, um, um, I'm so glad that you pointed out um, Chimamanda's like, definition because she's a very, like, I remember um, watching some of her videos and I, I think I, I haven't read um, her book on feminism, but, you know, it's, it's, she's a very, very big advocate for the cause. Um, Moving further, what do you think? How do you, because I know I know feminism came about in the nineteen eighties. If I'm pretty sure, I have to cross check that. But I think in the twenty first century, it's kind of taking a new turn. I don't know whether that's due to the um, the technological advances in our society. But I just feel like when I from two thousand and probably eight, nine, or ten, like it just like like the way it picked up, people just started talking about it. Like, how do you think that um, it has come about from Probably when you guys were this old and now, like, how would you contrast both periods? Um, like you said, feminism started like nineteenth um, century, twentieth century, with the whole suffrage movement and um, people trying to get the right to vote. But the reason I think now that you you would say that is more rampant that we're discussing about feminism is that there are more injustices that are happening to women, especially when it comes to sexual harassment, when yeah. it comes to all these issues. Yeah. So I think it's us, as young people, as old people and people around to say that there is a problem that we need to discuss and we need to find solutions to it. We can't just sit there and be saying, we can't just be sitting there and saying that, there, that there's a problem and not having anything to do with the problem. So we need to go out there, we need to make sure that our voices are being heard, we yeah. need to make sure that we're fighting for something that we believe in. Yeah. And we cannot do we cannot do that fight alone without bringing on the people who are perpetrating all this injustice. We need to make sure that we are getting them on board to tell them that what is happening is also your fault. And if you are not able to come on board and make sure that we fix this together, then it's going to be a recurring problem. So I think that is why we we are talking about this and we make we're trying to make sure that we get somewhere with it. Yes, Alice. Yeah. Um. You're so right. I'll just add that uh, feminism as a term may have started in the 1960s, 60s, during the suffrage movement and all that, but the, um, the fight or the revolution for women's rights, for equal dignity, women saying, I am not less than you because I was born a woman, that, that, that came on way before, you know, white women started talking about feminism and started talking about their right to vote. Um, I'd also like to point out that... Um, it may be more popular now, yeah. not because there are more instances of, of injustice, but because it's been televised. Yeah. We have all this technology where we have news going around, we have the newspapers, you know, so anytime a, a woman or a girl gets raped or abused or any instances, you see it on the news. That is not to say that that's what, fem- that's what feminism is bordered on exclusively, yeah. but it, it's also a huge contributor. And because these instances, what they do is they evoke anger. Mm-hmm. And when they evoke anger, then it triggers activism. 
which then relates to feminism. You know, you have more people talking about feminism. I have my rights. I am a woman. I don't deserve this. Women shouldn't be going through this. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, okay, so <clears throat> I think um, uh, it, it's a little contentious to me. If, if you're going to talk <coughs> about things like rape and, and, you know, kind of put that under the umbrella of feminism, because I think that rape is just a societal ill. It, it is not necessarily... Um, a symptom of oppression of women is, to me, it is evidence that there are people in society who are just social deviants, right? So, for example, armed robbers or thieves or corrupt officials are just people who um, are social deviants. I don't, I, I, I don't really see that as being a symptom of oppression of women per se. When you mm. inflict rape on a woman, you're depriving her of the right to her own body. So when we talk about feminism, we're, talk, we're saying that just because you're a man doesn't mean you have that control over me. Just because, and trying to promote that improper um, power balance. Because you think you're stronger than me, that you have that power to subjugate yourself onto me. And I don't think that is right. So Of course it is. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, um, I'm sorry to jump in. I have tendency to jump in. <laughs> so, I was going to ask, or I was going to say, um, do, they, do, they, do, they, do men rape men? Yes. As rampant as um, yes. women so, are raped? Good question. Uh, so, so that, that question, I mean, yeah. if you have to look at it in the proper context, right, it's not natural for men to be attracted to men sexually. It's so, of course, there wouldn't be... Um, the same incidence of um, a man raping a man, but but I think you know if you, if you think about what feminism um, really means, it's it's more like fighting against a system of oppression rather than individual instances of, of oppression, right? Instances um, are manifestations of a system. So when rape happens, it is a manifestation of a society that sees women as objects mm-hmm. to be taken from. And so they are one and the same. We can't we can't look at it um, in binaries. We can't we can't exclude we can't exclude all the narratives. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but then that that would um, imply that. Do you think it's possible to ever have a society where there's zero crime, like irrespective of of or, or rather with respect to the overall philosophy of the society? Like, say, um, you know, we talk, let's talk about society that you think is very just, mm-hmm. right? Do you think there's any such society that doesn't have any form of crime whatsoever? Um, I think we might be derailing here. Yeah. I get your point. I get where you're coming from. I'm saying that um, I'd just like to bring it back to the point where it's okay to have crimes in society, but when those crimes are targeting a specific group of individuals, mm-hmm. then it's, it's, um, then it has to do, then it has to be tagged and it has to be named. You know, then it has to be labeled. Let's say, for example, George Floyd. Mm-hmm. If that instance was not um, was not seen as racism, mm-hmm. if someone came and said, "Yeah, I know he was killed by a police officer and everything, but it's not racism. It just happened to be a crime." Mm-hmm. What would you say to that? No, I, I would say that you'd have to read more meaning into that situation by looking at the overall context. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like these things have been happening a little too frequently in that okay. particular society, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, so what I'm what I'm drawing out is like I, I do agree that there are times when rape 
in even in individual instances is evidence of, of uh, uh, a, an oppressive society or, or oppressive ideologies or, or understandings in some societies. For example, you know, in a society where uh, men rape women and get away with it frequently, or more often than not, are not punished or are punished very with very lenient sentences. I would agree that that could be some evidence of um, uh, um, oppression of women in that particular society, right? Um, but but I just don't think that you can equate rape itself to um, oppression of women every single time it happens. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because I I I wanted to I'm I'm trying to understand what it, that exactly is that feminists stand for today. Um, because I, I kind of think that women are not really oppressed in, in our society, generally. Um, you don't think we're oppressed in our society? So, in, for in example, our, like... In, in, today's, like, today, up to date, you don't think we are oppressed in any way? Well, I mean, you have equal education opportunities, more, in fact. You probably have equal or more employment opportunities, which translates to economic power. So, that's, that's the only meaningful type of oppression that I think exists. Like, once you have economic power, nobody can really oppress it. <laughs> you think so? Uh, well, I mean, I'm open to being disproved. I mean, um, just to like shift the conversation slightly further, <laughs> there is something called liberal feminism, right? And I was doing my research, and I discovered um, it's, an indi- it's an individualistic form of feminist theory which focuses on women's ability to maintain their equality through their own actions and choices. So, for instance, instead of you to join the feminism movement, you prefer to do it yourself. And what um, liberal feminists um, do, basically, they want to take back words and actions from men and retain it as their own. So, um, if, you, if, if you've been pretty observant um, on social media, um, there are some women that kind of, like, expose their bodies and target, like, sexual liberation and say um, that they are free their body. Um, What do you you think about that? Um, Do you think um, it's possible that this ideology of taking back words that have for centuries, like for example, the word slut, pardon my French, that's for centuries been um, referred to as a bad word to, you know, um, to refer to a woman as a prostitute or a loose woman. Do you think suddenly um, that um, women can finally take this word back from men and, you know, Kind of personalize it. Sorry, wait. What do you mean taking back from men? Like, did men invent um, slut? <laughs> I used to have to like what? Okay, <coughs> David. What I wanted to say so was to say. feminism is a spectrum, right? Yes. So, like we were saying at the beginning, mm-hmm. the way you believe in your um, the way feminism should be is up to you. It's up to what you believe in. Yeah. So. The fact that um, somebody wants to liberate themselves in the way that they want to express themselves, yeah. that is totally fine. You can't say that just because she wants to do that, that it is wrong. Yeah, but like my question basically is like, do you do you think like liberating yourself through, for example, I have no issues with somebody posting in you, but um, would you want to make a point that you, okay, for example, right, if, for instance, I've been known as a thief in mm-hmm. my community and... This day, I, I go on the street and I put a placard on my neck saying I am a thief, right? I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to tell the society that I feel proud in my action. Do you think... Um, I mean, I get your point, though, that feminism um, is a spectrum. Some people are extreme. Some do it in you know, various ways. But do you think that, like... Do you think that that's possible um, in the long run, you know, to achieve the mandate of the feminism movement? I'll take that on. 
Um, thanks for your question. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll just start by saying that, um, just clarifying something. Yeah. There can't be an extreme form of feminism. There's extreme misogyny, you know? Feminism Wait, is sorry, interesting. Did you there's there's they, no such thing as there can't extreme. Be an extreme form no, yeah, there can't be. She can say that. Yeah? Okay. I'm going to, I'm say, I say that because um, femi- feminism is a struggle for the rights of women. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To 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 say women are not less than you. Mm-hmm. There is no way anyone can dictate how, when mm-hmm. that will be done. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Men, for example, let's say. So I'm going to what I'm going to be doing a lot is going back to race because I understand that men really understand oppression mm-hmm. when it comes to race, but somehow when it comes to women, when it <laughs> comes to sexism, they're like, oh no, this is no. Not, yeah? So I'm going to go back to race, and then I'm going to bring you back to feminism, yeah, to feminism yeah, yeah, and yeah, sexism, yeah. just so we can understand, yeah, yeah. you know, how how the whole system works. Yeah. After the racism. Yeah. Okay. So now let's. Um, where was I? About. We were race. talking about race. Yes. Yes. In connection with extreme feminism. Extreme feminism. <coughs> so let's say, um, let's take it back to the the protests or how people just respond to um, the killings, the racial killings in America. Who came in and said, no, this is too much? Who came in and said they're doing too much? It was mainly white people. Why? Because they're the ones who were threatened by the reactions to their oppressive systems. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So, let's come back to (coughs) sexism. The only reason anyone would come in and say that feminists are extreme is because they feel threatened mm-hmm. it's because they have some sort of privilege that they're um, benefiting off of the system in place mm-hmm. which is taken from women and given to men do we agree yes yes okay generally yeah i'll would, I would ask you i'll ask you i'll ask you, I'll ask you though, is it is it so um wrong to be threatened by that uh, when you consider the fact that, okay, like, let's put ourselves in the shoes of the white people who feel threatened by the anti-racist, or let's even be objective, right, mm-hmm. when nobody's shoes. Um, some of the reactions, right, were actually over the board, you know, burning things down, um, destroying property, arson, looting, and all that stuff. That's over the top. You would agree, right, objectively. So I, I do think that it is possible, <clears throat> even, even if they are threatened, and that is evidence of privilege, I still think that you know it's a natural human uh, instinct to be threatened, and sometimes it's justified because sometimes you're taking a little more than than what is owed to you, right? You're, you're taking what is owed to you, but sometimes you're taking a little extra, a little interest on top of it. Um, so I can understand why people with entrenched privileges would feel threatened, because when you stop, like if you're taking back what you think belongs to you, who is the umpire that tells you, okay, you, you stop there, like you've taken enough back? I'm not sure. Um I'll just say this. I'm worried that you might be looking at this in a very individualistic way. Mm-hmm. This is a whole system that's in place that seeks to oppress. Did I say oppress? I mean no, oppress. S S S S double S's. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. No. Oh, you know we're cutting out that part. Moving on. That prefers to oppress. Right. That prefers to oppress. Um. A whole group of people that it perceives or as less than, mm-hmm. or seeks to keep, keep seeks, seeks to oppress mm-hmm. or treat as um, inferior. inferior. Right. So there's no way we can there's no way we can say that those pe- that those people that there's um, 
just because you haven't you haven't experienced it individually just because one person has an experience individually doesn't mean that the system does not exist mm. yeah so i just like you to keep that in mind that it's a whole system it's not just you or that person or this person yeah, yeah, and then i think there's also that this whole concept of like you being in power like for gen- like a long time men have been in power mm-hmm. so when we say um we need to be treated equally it feels to you it feels like we're telling you we got to take you out of this place we got to destroy you we got to take over mm-hmm. so for you that is threatening to you because you don't understand what we're trying to do you 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 that's why um some people when they see some when they, when they see um someone who's really strong in their beliefs mm-hmm. they think they're being attacked mm-hmm. because they don't understand what that person is trying to tell them so whenever they see a bad example they take that they grab onto it and they say oh all extremists uh, all, all feminists are extreme all feminists are mad hating all feminists just want to take over the world because you're trying to make sure that you the, the control that you have is still in place the power that you have is still in place because you feel threatened that we're trying to take that control and power away from you as a man mm. let me let me I, ask the question sorry yeah no i just want to say that um i remember you saying this one line that there's nothing wrong with being threatened mm-hmm. but um i'm of the opinion and like being fat with it as well maybe even be I mean Onye, yeah, that would think that there's everything wrong with being threatened at someone trying to claim their rights mm-hmm. as human beings. Yeah. You know, for example, if there's um there's so many where do I even start? Like I want to cite a situation where a, a woman has been killed, or, you know, femicide. It happens all over the place mm-hmm. and then you have um a protest. What we get is um whole system of people coming out sometimes even churches there was one where the pastor in Nigeria there was a whole church i forgot the name of the church it was really trending on twitter where you have the whole pastor the whole church was going around kosa the, the, the whole thing you know you guys know about kosa yeah yeah, yeah? yeah no about it yeah so when do, when those things come and those people are threatened there is something wrong mm-hmm. you cannot deny someone their rights and then be threatened at them trying to claim it yeah, okay, yeah? But, but that's that's a little different like that's a, okay we're looking at an individual example here but i'm looking more like at the at the systemic levels right men as a whole um being threatened by women as a whole trying to assert their rights to to equality as you put it um simply because like 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 i said there's a there could be that point where you go overboard in terms of what you're trying to claim but but to 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 kind of like narrow down to to my real point let me ask you like do you feel oppressed in gambia today and how okay how's that um so i i'll be speaking as a 23 year old um middle class gambian you know average so i do feel i do feel like i don't have the same rights or the same privileges that men have in gambia in so many ways my from birth and this is speaking for a lot of gambians probably you know across class across yeah. ethnic groups yeah. across um regions from birth it's been dictated to me how what is what is uh what is right and what is wrong for a woman to be hmm? how i speak how i talk how i dress who i associate with what time i go out what time i come in mm-hmm. you know everything is dictated everything and there are serious consequences of you know of consequences of not conf- conf- con, um, conforming. conforming 
so yes in a lot of ways women i can't walk down the street oh, oh god i cannot <laughs> walk down the street 10 minutes on the street without getting someone you know yeah. t- not even maybe it's, it won't even get to a point where they're they're har- proper harassment but just being looked things. at yeah just the small things like just knowing that your value as a human being is basically all you're about on the outside that's that's who you are yeah i'm um, speaking of i'm um, speaking of um whether um, you feel threatened um the um, human culture i'm uh, sorry human behavior is um, conditioned by two things biology and culture mm-hmm. do you guys think that the issue for example the the one you just mentioned about being you know cold on the streets and not being comfortable on the streets mm-hmm. do you think it's um uh, uh, it's a social issue like it's an issue of where mothers have to start training their sons yeah to start respecting women or it's just a natural instinct mm-hmm. that whenever a man sees a woman like he doesn't like I'm I'm not talking about like he doesn't have ex, um exact dominance but he just feels he's a man and she's a woman and right from time as we're meant to believe true religion the man is the head of the family mm-hmm. blah 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 so 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 do you think um um this issue we have do you think um it's uh, it's more biological like it's more of like it was passed down to us right from time or it's it's just a cultural thing it's social i just want to say that we should understand that there's a difference between sex and gender sex is biological okay. the way we are built and how we perform and everything like yeah. that and then there's there's gender which is a social construct yes. so trying to mix and match those two should not work mm-hmm. just because i'm a woman mm-hmm. i was born a woman doesn't mean that from birth and i grow i am supposed to be the one who stays at home the one who cooks yeah. the one who is supposed to um be quiet when people are giving their opinions the one who is not supposed to work the one who says yes 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 and cannot say no 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 when she wants to say no 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 that is the whole idea here so the fact that for example i would walk down the street and you feel entitled to say something to me and i don't agree and then you feel offended because i don't agree with what you say that is that that should not be done so when when you said that um parents should teach their children especially the boys not to behave in those certain ways that mm-hmm. is that is social that is cultural because is, because for to them they've seen it they've experienced that that this is right that people they've seen yeah. they, for example maybe their uncle or their dad has had done it so it's a behavioral thing so oh they've learned it so oh they think it's okay yeah. so they do it yeah. and also there's this all uh, internal internalized way of thinking that um if a woman that she should behave a certain way because her parents tell her to behave a certain way was all internalized mm-hmm. so i think all of this is about learning and unlearning some sort of certain things within the society mm-hmm. if you as a parent teach your um son that this is right and this is wrong yeah. you teach your daughter that um she can be whoever she wants to be yeah. she should not, should not be stopped or controlled by a man or by society just because they think they should that she should behave in a certain way or she should act or do a certain thing then you are unlearning some other things and you're putting um you're putting a good knowledge into their uh, mind there was this um i forgot the name but in a there's a poem where where it says um as a woman i would like to learn five things and i'd fa- learn 
learn five more things so I can teach it down to my, my daughter. So you, we're learning all these small things. We're making sure we're undoing all these damages that we've done to our society to make it look like how it is now and creating a space and an environment where people are learning how they should behave when it comes to the opposite sex. Yeah. People are learning that um, we deserve to be treated like as human beings because we're equal in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I like how you touched on socialization. Um, generally, like there is no exception. Yes? Okay. There's no exception. Um, to what? W- to what I'm about to say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just so you come in, you want to come in with a, you know, a smart <laughs> I'll there. just let you know, yeah? There is no exception here. All right. Men are socialized to be takers. Mm-hmm. Women are socialized to be givers. There is no limit on how much... They're taught... Men, boys are taught that there is no limit to how much you can take from women. And women are taught that there should be no limit to how much you, could, you can give. Give your life if you have to. That's how you go to um, heaven. I'm telling you this. That is what they tell women in this country. Um, if I'm, you know, personally, you, you're going to, um, let's say, a woman that's getting married. In this, our generation, in this our generation, you're going to get married and you're going to have people tell you that your husband is your doorway to Jannah. Literally. That means that even if you are dying, you stay there because then in the afterlife, that's how it is. So it doesn't matter if your husband is hitting you every day. It doesn't matter if you're dehumanized every day. It doesn't matter how badly you're treated. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You have to stay because that's your way to Jannah. Mm. Yeah? So there is no limit to how women give and there's no limit to how women take and so when you see when you have that perspective or in a society where that is how social that, that's how we brought up then there is really that's really setting the stage to us to a society where women are seen as you know givers so mm-hmm. they just give 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 yeah. so there's no way we can even try to discuss the possibility of there not being oppression mm-hmm. sexist oppression yeah. in our societies it's all over the world we cannot deny that mm-hmm. In fact, I feel like it's very tiring to have to um, debate or discuss the validity of feminism. Um, just to cut you in here, right? Yeah. So, let me just try to play devil's advocate for a second. <laughs> There's a school of thought. Okay. I have, okay. A, yeah, okay, go on, right, go right. on. No, 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 just calm. Devil's just calm, advocate. Right? Yeah. So, um, there's, there's a school of thought, right, that believes that women are not being oppressed. That's... Who said for, that? Okay, so I'll, I'll just give you the, 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 the stats. Sure. That's, for example, women with degrees and more than men with degrees, right? Where? That's, that's men, that more men are likely to die from um, patriotism, from serving their countries. More men, are, more men are likely to be in jail. More men are likely to work outside their houses. More men are likely to be bricklayers. More men are likely to, um, like I said, um, engage in jobs that are threatening to their lives. For example, tr- um, skyscrapers. Um, building skyscrapers. Building skyscrapers, rather. Um, wh- like, what would you, what would you really say about that? <coughs> um, do you think that's valid from from your point of view? It's just total rubbish. Okay. Before you go in there, like, like there's something I want to. Hold on. There's something I want to point out. Like, okay. 
help me like kind of agree on what really oppression what is oppression exactly really? like, we, need, you, like, we need that where, where does something go from being a mild nuisance which is somebody harassing you on the harassing is even a strong word somebody talking to you that you don't want to talk to on the road which is what marketers do anyway like so are you going to say marketers and salespeople are pressing you when they they come with their unsolicited um that's not marketer go be like chepe yangi nice there and if you and if you don't respond to them like you're almost a more person then you answer them well, I mean, that's his opinion. He thinks you're now. Just because I didn't respond in the way that he wants. So, so but my point is, like, I'm not saying it's a good thing. It's obviously a bad thing. But, but yeah. where does it go from being a nuisance to being oppression? Like, I think oppression is a really, really a very high standard. Like, it's, it's literally, you know, um, it, it connotes some deprivation of some rights. This is, this is just somebody being a nuisance, right? It's, I wouldn't call that oppression. And certainly, when you think about the historical context of feminism and the oppressions that women were fighting, like they were far more grave. Okay, you're talking about deprivation of the right to vote. That's that's mm. really that's like an intrinsic violation of yes. your humanity because yes. they're saying like you're not you're not worth um, uh, whatever it, whatever threshold it yes. is and also, for somebody to make yes. a decision. And also, I'm I'm just um, in, in Saudi Arabia and women were not allowed to um, go into stadiums until um, quite recently so very like very very trivial things like that you know why would the woman be allowed to get get into a stadium and watch a football match um, as david just rightly said so what do you guys think about it to be honest? the threshold of oppression what okay. is the threshold of oppression what, what can we really just objectively and reasonably call oppression um yeah and then you know looking at the other things that, that he said you know the, the whole so- social economic and political context is it really true that a woman cannot pursue her life's aspirations. Mm. Like you cannot say yes, 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 yes to the things that you want to say yes, 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 yes to. Like like you put it, Fatu. Um, you want to be a lawyer. You're, you're you're in school. You're doing what you want, right? Like so, is it really true that you cannot say yes to what you want and no to what you don't? No. Yes to what you want and no to what you don't want. Like is it true that you cannot say those? Okay, let me let me jump in real quick. We cannot discuss the um, oppression or. Or maybe just put up a, a threshold yeah. for oppression by with Fatu, <laughs> you know Fatu's life. No, Fatu is is Fatu is one individual in a whole system of oppression. Okay. Yes, how would and you, you will keep oppression? saying oppression. How, how would you define <laughs> that oppression in the Gambian context? Like, in the Gambian context. context. Yeah. And, and how are you being oppressed? Like, because I, I know that there are more girls in school today than, than boys are, right? And we don't have that gender pay gap thing really in Gambia because pay is, is usually standardized. Like once you reach a certain um, level, you just get the same pay. Or, or at least in my experience, okay, I have never worked in, in an organization where women were, were <coughs> consciously, deliberately, as a matter of policy, paid less than men. And, and in the few organizations I worked, we actually had more women at executive level than we had men. Okay, so, so I worked at a bank at some point and we had um, two senior managers to one, two female senior managers to one male uh, senior manager and I see that kind of it's fairly common so the one area of leadership that I have observed that has not yet been equitably um, uh, shared between men and women is actually just the presidency in Gambia um, and that's because no woman has ever run for presidency so like you <laughs> can I just you said the whole woman president when what was the candidate that wanted to marry so yeah, yeah. wanted to say declare her candidacy mm-hmm. for president when she said that, the first thing, what did the what was the first thing that people were doing? I mean, well, did, did yeah, no, people speak the, with one voice, or various people said different things. What was the first thing that they were attacking her for? 
Uh, well, some people attacked her for her appearance, you know, like they felt she exposed her body and, and all that stuff. But that, I don't think that's a male female thing. I think that's you a cultural stop, thing. Stop there. They attacked yes, her for their appearance yeah. and the way that she dressed. Yeah. What does that have to do with what's in her mind? Yeah, you know, the truth of the matter is that that would be the same if it was a guy. Please no, tell me. I'm sorry. Sorry to cut you off. It's fine. Please tell me any other of. Um, so there's one female presidential candidate. Yeah. And there's how many other men? Quite a few. Who, who else has been um, criticized for how they look? Tell me, the truth is that they all dress no, in she, a very... No, she asked you a, a question. Who was I, I, criticized for it. the way that she was Should dressed? Show me your name. You just said that it would have been the same. I'm saying, so yeah, been, none of them have been criticized. Why? And you know why? Because why? none of them has dressed in a way that is incompatible with Gambian culture. Can you tell me... Now you tell me which one you would criticize for dressing in a way that is incompatible with Gambian culture. Which of the Why male Why are candidates? we looking at the way that the person is dressed? But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not a male-female thing. It's actually just a, a very cultural, conservative society thing that people just think you have to look a certain way. Like, if, if, I, if I had Rasta on my head and I wanted to run for president in this society, people would say things. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. You have to agree. I don't. Do you agree? With him, that yeah. we don't agree. The fact that you have a rasta, right? yeah. you as a man, okay, yeah. you're already at this level yeah. where even if you said something stupid and you yeah. still wanted to run for pres- for a president, they'd be like, "Oh, you said something stupid, but you could be a really good president." As a woman, if I said something remotely insignificant <laughs> for the rest of my term or for for the rest of me trying to be a president, you would attack me for the silliest things like, "Oh." She's not married. Why is she married? What does that have to do with me being a president? She doesn't have kids. Why does she have you kids? You know you're speculating, right? Like, there are, is no speculation. Which female candidate can you say these things happen to? Apart from Marisol and, and the looks thing, right? Um, but if, you know, if he comes out to make his stupid statements, right, I would argue that the reason why uh, Mr. Jamil was kicked out of power in 2016 was because he made offensive statements towards... Mr. Jamil was here for 22 years. Yeah, but, but why he really... Atrocities. Exactly, so why he got kicked out was because he made offensive statements towards my niggas. So, so in that sense, a, a man, the then president, were, was held responsible for Mr. what Jamil he said. Mr. Jamil was kicked out because people were tired of being oppressed in this country but they didn't for kick him a out long after time. Years, right? So okay. what, what was, the, what was the, the final straw that broke the camel's back? What would you say was the final straw? He, was, he didn't kill more people in 2016 than he killed in all those other Why days. does Donald Trump get away with all the things that he do? Does he does? Um, I mean, so, nah, come on. There's a whole spectrum See, of things we're, we're, in we're like, I actually think that Donald Trump doesn't get away with things. Okay, he, this man is actually impeached. A, he is impeached. He didn't get away with what things he, he does. You, you know, um, when he... When he got into, he was inaugurated, and he said, um, "Grab them." My, am I allowed to use by the genitals? Uh, by the genitals. Mm-hmm. That was really offensive. It was. And we, as women, uh, for feminists, even though like they're, they're trying to like take back the, um, can I say the word? Can I say the word? Please, please do, please do. <laughs> yeah. So um, they went um, for a march and they were wearing the pussy hats. Yeah. Right, yeah, By the way, do if you if you feel offended, just we are all above eighteen here, so <laughs> right. So the way the the the, the pussy hat to, to to try and um, denote um, Donald Trump, yeah, for what he did, and even though like um, some were saying that the the pussy hats were like um, not representative of everybody because you know not everybody's pussies are. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, oh. <laughs> um, pink, but. Um, Donald Trump, as a president, yeah. standing on a podium and saying that, mm-hmm. imagine if it was a woman that says something 
But it's a problem. Like we have to keep imagining. It's, there's no evidence to your theory. Because the only reason there is no evidence to your theory is because there's a whole system keeping women out yes. of leadership roles. K. David, I almost called you Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> David. Yes, ma'am. You cannot deny, unless you you're in spaces where, like you know, like how do you spend your time, fam? <laughs> what, what am I <laughs> what not are you supposed missing? to deny? Do you live in the box? You can't even? deny that women are are kept out of leadership roles because of how they look, because they are simply women. They will tell you you have imams, you have um. People in high offices literally tell you that it's against Islam, that religion, you know? They use all these excuses that it's just not our culture. Women are supposed mm-hmm. to women are supposed to be submissive, women are supposed to be led and not lead. I do agree. In with so you. many no, there's no, no, real no. stories that we've heard in my line of work particularly mm. because I work in that area. Yes. How like how do you spend your time? Because No, come on, that's a that's a different thing. Like within some some sections of society, like and, and that actually leads me to something I wanted to ask you guys about, which is you know, how how, how do you deal with or how do you balance your faith and your feminism? But but before we get there, let me Why say... Why do like, you have to distinguish one thing from the other? Of course, she just said, uh, like she just pointed out, a lot of the, the anti-feminism sentiment comes from um, faith leaders, okay? So, so before we get there, um, uh, I'm, I'm not saying there isn't that, that... You can never control what people think, right? It's just like racism. You can never stop people from having racist attitudes. All you can do is prevent systems from um, having uh, systemic... Um, racism or systemic prejudice. That's all you can do, right? So, so what I'm I'm saying is that right now, you have already achieved that threshold where you have dismantled the system that prevents you from from being whatever you want to be. Now, as to whether you can dismantle people's attitudes, how do you plan to achieve that? It's not, it's, it's next to impossible. Like people will always just be people and think the way they do, especially or as long as we have those class divides, right? Uh, whether it be black and white, rich and poor. Uh, male and female. As long as that as that exists, there will likely always be some form of prejudice uh, in in people's minds, right? But but then I mean, even in Gambia, I mean, think about the fact that we've had uh, a female speaker of the National Assembly, right? So uh, even if we haven't had uh, a female president or a female chief justice, uh, the National Assembly is like one of the most important organs of the state or of government, right? And if you've had a female leader there and she was accepted and respected, um, and you've had female vice presidents and they were accepted and respected in their own various ways. Um, I think that the evidence is that the system, um, which is, is really more like the laws and practices of the state, um, is, is actually very, very non-oppressive. Now, as to those people who have oppressive attitudes and ways of thinking, uh, it's rather unfortunate and you can't really change that because leading to my next point, a lot of these things are, are things that are derived from people's faiths, right? And people's faiths are, are sacred to them and, and things that you cannot really change. Um, so, my other question is, how do you balance your faith and your feminism? Before we get to that, let's just go through the different, the many very different points yes. that you, you brought up there. Yeah. Yeah? Just to invalidate, yeah. just to invalidate the validity of feminism. And look, come on, I didn't yeah. do that. I mean, no, so I mean, it's cool. I mean, do your thing. Yeah, That's not fair. I didn't do that. It, that is fair. Did that you, is the, that is exactly just, what it just, just what is happening. Just If you get dragged on Twitter, bro, that's your. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't live on Twitter. I'm fine. Okay. Well, it will be oh. But um, you know when you said that um, this, the, the speaker of the National Assembly is, is a woman. Was yeah. yeah. Or is yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. Is and was. Um, and you were talking about how you know we are given up more opportunities now, but have you considered the fact that even for her to have gotten there, 
it was way more difficult for a man to have gotten with there at this away at the speaker. She would have gone through so many barriers just to get where she was, and that shouldn't be the way. Just because. What barriers and, are you talking about exactly? Huh? What specific barriers did she have to go through? Personally, I don't know her, okay. so I can't say that she so went through this, 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 and this, and uh-huh. this, and this. But what I'm trying to say that is, if you and I were yeah. applying for the same job, yeah. and we had the same qualifications, right? And you, they, for me, they would say, okay, she's not married yet. Yeah. So how long would it take her to get married? And when would she have a kid? They would consider all those factors. Yeah. But for you, they would look at your resume. Oh, he has a master's. Yeah. Oh, he has this. They won't think of all the ex- other external factors that could come into it. You, are, you, and in that circumstance, you're already at, at, at an yeah. advantage that yeah. I am not. Yeah. So even if I'm more qualified than you are, people looking for jobs will say, let's take him. Okay. Because, it's, because it'd be safer because we don't know whether we'd have to give her like, um, yeah. maternity leave yeah. okay. and all those circumstances. Mm. So what I'm saying is, yes, maybe um, she is at the National Assembly and but how okay. she got there. Yeah. No, I accept the general point. I would, I would say we should leave the National Assembly lady um, issue because you we don't, we don't have any proof. <laughs> we don't have any proof of, of whatever she faced to get the right? facts right. It may have been the easiest ride in the world for her. But, but, you know, it, and it may not, ha- it, it may, may not have not been exactly. And but, so but there's no point, you debating ca- it. yeah. I mean, yeah, there's no point debating <laughs> it, but also, you point. cannot bring it up, yeah, to back up your claim yeah, exactly. that That's women are not oppressed in Gambia but and then, and then, seek to, and then seek to dismiss it when, when she, she brings exactly. up the fact that no, but my point it may have not been easy. No, it yeah, is not. I don't, I don't, Just I don't because we have not been here, but, but, but you said, oh, she's there. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. And, 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 and that's be right. So, it doesn't so, mean so, that. So it means that women are not being oppressed. Okay. What, we, what I'm trying to say is you don't know how she got there and how, how many barriers that she had to go through just okay. to get to but, where she but was. But let's look at your, your, your point, like, like the point you raised in defense of that argument, right? Being that women face more scrutiny okay, in terms of employment uh, let's opportunities. Let's uh, make it into an example that we're all... No, but you may, I want to talk about the example you raised, right? The, no, me and you go for a job job thing, right? Yeah. And perhaps you're a little more qualified than I am, mm-hmm. but you face some level of discrimination uh, because of your, you know, your femininity. Um, that is true, and that's that's prejudice. And, and, I, and I do agree that that might exist um, even though I think there are probably you know, a whole host of laws against that kind of thing now. But, but you know, the truth is, let's ask ourselves, is that men oppressing women or is that nature putting you at a disadvantage? So mm-hmm. if you think about the purpose of any business, right, they operate to make maximum profit, mm-hmm. right? So if you were the CEO of a business, don't think about it as male and female. Think about it as units of labor, mm-hmm. right? And you were offered two units of labor. One unit of labor that you were sure would be with you for, for say, one year. And another unit of labor that you couldn't be sure would be with you for one year that, that might join you and after three months have to leave you for nine months, right? Purely as a CEO, what would be the best business decision that you would take? You would probably opt for the unit of labor that you could guarantee would give you a fixed amount of, of, um, of output, right? And, and so the point I'm driving at is that that's nature putting you at a, natu- at a disadvantage. That's not men oppressing you. <laughs> like, okay. at, at, like, that, like, that was like... Um, okay. so many That was why um, I kind of um, asked the question earlier because I was, I was trying to get to the root of this feminism issue. Is it purely biological? Is it cultural? Um, but anyways, um, uh, 
if you can just move on um, to, in, to a quick topic, um, pay gap. I'm sure the feminism movement to us in support of the pay gap. Yeah, I'd just um, like to um, go back to his point. Okay, like, please do. Yeah, it, it requires, it, it's necessary to have a, a response to that. Um, there is no way, there is no way you can equate you can like there's no way you can you can just dismiss the existence of sexist oppression that that's it water is wet the sky is blue women are oppressed it is so like i feel like it's such you're such it's just this is what male privilege is Mm -hmm. in the flesh (laughs) literally looking back at us telling us that we are not oppressed. Oh, no, you're not oppressed. I mean, it's just because, yeah, capitalism, they're just trying to make more profit. So just because you have the natural ability to um, to give birth, that's okay. So that means that you should probably go stay home. You should lose that job opportunity because you somehow, nature, um, puts you at a disadvantage. It was nature before the system, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So why isn't the system designed around around these these things that already exist why does it have to be um so because you you you're able to you you have somehow you have to go give birth and get married and everything and because you don't so i have to you have to lose that job no but, but you know Where like i said you? there are laws against that kind of thing now mm-hmm. so, so what i'm saying is is this like i'm saying two things i'm saying that if you take a survey right now of employed people, you probably find that it's a 50-50 thing of male, male, uh, men to women in any workplace. And until that survey is done, like we're, we're going to be speculating either ways. But in my experience, Which I don't are, think... I'm sorry to say like you got you off. You already speculated <laughs> okay, in your first part of the um, what you said. That is speculation. You did say that you'll probably find that it's 50 That is yeah, speculation. I am admitting Claire's that. Day. I am admitting that, okay. that, that until we have that survey, we're both going to be speculating. Um, you. But, but I would say, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, you just speculated. I know. I, I am saying <laughs> yeah, that. But you said yeah. both of us. When we're saying you, it's you. It's you that's speculating. No, I mean, it's if, sure you, if you say day. that you're being um, you could play oppressed, if you say that the system, if you say the system <laughs> is oppressing you, then you you would have to be implicitly saying that there are more men being employed than women. And I'm saying that I doubt that any survey would would bear those results up in reality. I mean, if you look around you in the places that you've probably worked already. I think that you know you probably have about uh, equal representation of men and women uh, in the workplace, and and the system is designed to take into account the peculiar needs of women with things like you know maternity pay, longer maternity leave generally for women than for men, and, and all that stuff. So, um, but I'm not saying that there wasn't oppression. Like I'm not dismissing uh, oppression. I, I'm just saying that you know some of what you call oppression isn't men going out of their way to, to oh let's be mean to the women. It's just nature putting you at a disadvantage. <laughs> I think. You being mean, like you just took the snack, you know. Exactly. Like, this is not what this is. This is threatening life. Women are dying because men see them as less than as objects. I feel you like do realize that this is this transcends. I'm sorry, it's okay. I'm but sorry. I think that the men this that see everybody as class. objects, like, there are men that see me as objects, as an object. There who? There are men that see everybody as objects. Okay. I think that any man that sees a woman as no, I can't say that. I mean, of course. Like you would. It feels like you would say anything right no, now just on. to discredit. No, but, but no, I, you no, can't no, account no. for people's attitudes. Like people, people are just people. They, no, they but think when those attitudes is. form, when those attitudes are as a result of <clears throat> um, a greater system, you know, a whole socialization process, you know, a thought process that is passed on from generation to generation, from and it's upheld with the justice system, the prison systems, the educational systems. 
everything is telling the you. The justice system? Yes. How? Oh, 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 that's a whole other conversation, okay? You know, David, I feel like you just put boys into our mind. Oh, do you just refuse? You do you refuse to say it or are you trying to play that devil's no, but advocate? I, I, I honestly think like, that I need to, the, I need the justice to be system sure, like, is, is generally very fair. Um, it, oh, okay. it, it's, it's pretty serious obligation to the justice system. Okay. Well, right, to oh wow! Right. I, feel I like believe. We, I. I feel <laughs> like okay, you let's, need. Let's, let's I feel like you need to. You need to. Um. Yeah, you have a lot of weed. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. And I mean this in the in the nice way. There's so much weed in guys. There's so much. So you know how when we talk about um people being educated and people being enlightened. Yeah. You know, I feel like if you don't know a lot of things. Go and read about it before you come and attack mm. that system or mm. that movement or that that ideology. No one's attacking anything. And just to say, okay. just okay. to put this honestly, out I there. feel like you are you come like on. Okay, in your yeah, slightest yeah. way, you are. Okay, like, okay, okay. It's not even slight. This is we violent. We, we, we You're being yes. very we violent in the way that guys. you're attacking. We've s- the violence. Time is far gone. But anyways, just before we end, um, I would like to um, just give both of our guests Fatsu and Diasali just thirty seconds to. Just to wrap up the conversation, that's seconds in summary of yeah. everything you've said. Um, everything I've said, feminism is real. I mean, <laughs> sexism is real. Oppression is real. Sexist oppression <clears throat> is real. It cannot be denied. Um, privilege is nice to have. It's very blinding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. And honestly, if you don't know about something, please, for the love of God, before you attack it without any basis, get knowledge. I mean. Now, you live in a world where it's so easy to like research about these things. I feel like that is something that you really need to do. Because even for us, even for me, I'm still learning more about feminism. I'm still trying to gain more knowledge that I can get from what, what being a feminist it's is. It's a journey. Yeah, yeah, it's a journey, especially being a feminist in Africa. Mm-hmm. So I feel like these conversations are really good, but you have to be open-minded when we're having these conversations. You cannot just say, this is my opinion, I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. <laughs> I'm saying it in that voice because... That's how you heard it. That's how I heard it. Yep. It was really whiny. It was just really, like, annoying to me. Mansplaining. Yeah. But exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's what they And also, saying. yeah, in addition, you cannot come and say you're going to play the devil's advocate on an issue like feminism that's fighting, that's, like, you know, seeking to basically allow women breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Now, think of that in connection to George Floyd. Yeah? I can't breathe. That's literally what every oppressed person in this world is going through, is saying. I can't breathe. Women are saying every day, I can't breathe. And so you can't come in and say, yeah, I'm going to play the devil's advocate on this. No, we are going to claim the, the you know, oxygen, mm-hmm. yeah, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, um, as just I um, rightly mentioned, the, pu- the purpose, the major purpose of us playing devil's advocate is really, <laughs> is really just to see um, the various sides to the argument and, you know, to explore um, our um, knowledge on the subject. But that said, um, we'd like to thank our listeners for listening. There's so much to talk about. There's so mm-hmm. much, so much to talk about. I have I have a lot um, that I want to, to ask our guests, but I'm sure we'll have them back very 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 soon because this topic hasn't ended like it is really cannot, really yeah. we can't like we can't stop talking about it it's just something that needs to be said um david any words for the listeners yeah for sure um i think it was very nice time uh, having my my two angry guests <laughs> what yeah. angry and, um, angry but the truth that matters is um, um, uh, the basic quality of, of all humans respective of class is the reality of our our present and certainly must be for the future and it's only regrettable that it was not in the past 
um, as always, uh, bringing you my views with the highest dose of objectivity. <laughs> Which is a privilege. <laughs> but you know, privilege, privilege is real, and I, I don't think that we should have you to apologize for, for some of it. Some what, of what, it. What's that um, piece? You don't need to apologize. Why don't you, you need to apologize? Did you say you don't need to apologize? And the reason why is because I, I that every, every class has some kind of privilege. Okay, there is female privilege, even if you don't, you don't, you're not necessarily conscious of it. But <laughs> that's another discussion <laughs> for another day. That's a joke. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, are you, aware of, are you aware of the draft, for example, when men were forcibly taken from their homes and sent up to die in something they didn't care about? Right? World War One. Whose fault was that piece? Who was who was asking men to go do that? No, but I mean, if, if we, it was other men, but it doesn't matter. So that like, was a whole in many cases, system. feminism is uh, the oppression of women is perpetuated by by other women. So we have to address the issues. Yeah, for example, the socialization of men and yeah, girls. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, we're out of time. We're out of time. And, and it's oh, we're out of time. We're done. And I have to have the last word here. So turn off that mic. Turn off that mic. No. Ladies and gentlemen, the conversation, I'm out.